2: Welcome to the Orange is a New Black podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co host, Zim Hude. Zim, say what's up. Hello, world. We have something very, very special for you tonight, brought to you
1: live, just like we told you.
3: Hey, <laughs> Jay
1: I've
3: been
1: waiting my whole life to say that. How you doing?
3: I'm good, man. Appreciate y'all for having me. Yes, sir.
2: So, first of all, we got to shout out my man, Chris, for making this happen. Five-star barber. Appreciate you. Zim, go ahead, bro.
1: No, no. I was going to say that, too. Like, Chris, uh, you know, put this thing together. It's been a long time coming, but very, very happy to have you on here. I want to go. I don't want to dwell on the on the game at all. We're gonna get right into this, but I did want to ask you this. There was a play in the game this past week, and I thought it was really, really crazy. You caught it. It was on the on the on the potential game winning drive, mm-hmm. right? It was a pass that came probably around the forty yard line, about a minute twelve seconds left. You caught it. You got one foot in, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you remember, like when I watched the replay on that, like the ball was so perfect on that throw from Burrow, right? It. Did it almost catch you off guard or did, were you expecting that catch? I was just, I mean, or that throw.
3: No, yeah, yeah. I saw him, I saw him broke the, the, you know, the pocket. And then I was like, dang, I just got to get outside. And he just floated it up there. And I was like, dang, I, I turned and I tried to like get my feet in. But I'm like, shit, that was a great ball. But if, if I could have got my head around a little quicker, I think I could have got to both of them in.
2: For sure. Definitely, for sure. definitely. So you and Carlos Dunlap, y'all have been rivals since middle school. Like right, basketball, football, y'all grew up 20 minutes from each other. Y'all mm-hmm. also talked about possibly one day playing with each other in the NFL, and it happened. Right. So at one point, he had to guard you in the game because Byron Maxwell <laughs> got hurt. And yep. I saw him kind of teasing you yeah. about it. He said that you won the game, but to ask you who won the battle. And you said, we need the whole story. So what's the whole story, bro?
3: The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in in, in high school. <laughs> we never lost to them ever. And he did guard me one time, but they, got, they had, a, they had like, three people on me that, that game. Carlos, like, jammed me. They had a linebacker, and then they had the safety over the top. So I was getting triple coverage. But, you know, Carlos was a big uh, a freak of an athlete, so he could do anything.
2: Facts, facts.
3: That's dope.
1: Let me ask you, like, when I see that sometimes, sometimes I read comments where players on the team, everything like that, comment and stuff. Do you ever find yourself, like, being the GOAT? Do you ever even look at comments? Like, I think the average play, the average fan looks at you like, you know, like, you, you're you not doing
3: stuff that we're nah. doing. Nah. But do you even read the comments nah, like crazy that? crazy thing. Like, I'm just a regular guy, like, just like everybody else. It's a crazy thing about people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the most down-to-earth, humble guy ever. You can come up, talk to me no matter what. Uh, but, yeah, I read the comments all the time. I think my wife was always telling me that. I'm the most like lurking in guy on Instagram. Like I don't post, <laughs> but I'm always lurking on there so yeah, I'm always on there looking at comments.
2: Definitely. Do you
1: think it fuels you or something? Cuz in my mind I'm like, why? Don't do nah, that. Don't. I, like what do you need? Like I'm half bored?
3: the time I'm just bored, you know, we're just killing time in between okay. meetings. Um but nah, it don't bother me. It's just like, you know, everybody got their entitled to their own opinion, so
2: Facts, facts. So one thing me, you, and Zim have in common is our love for sneakers. Yeah. Your sneaker collection is crazy, bro. You got Oregon <laughs> Fives, the real one with the duck on the back. You got yeah. P.E.'s, Red Octobers, Mosh yeah. Customs. Where did that love of sneakers come from, and what are your top five grills?
3: The crazy, mm-hmm. the crazy thing for me, I, I started since I was young, like real young, like since I was like, elementary schools. I think I remember my mom bought me some Reeboks when I was, like, eight years old for a field trip I wouldn't put them on and they had <laughs> if I didn't have the swoosh on them I was not putting them on but and then when I got to high school I mean when I got to middle school you know my mom used to drive me to the mall like every weekend every Air Force One that came out I was standing in line to get a pair and then in high school I used to I was like the first young guy with a license so I had my car at a young age so I used to rent my car out uh, to the, the older guys for money to buy sneakers for the weekend. And then my dad, he ran a club uh, back in South Carolina. So I used to be home opening up the for the bear people. Right. So I used mm-hmm. to sneak some beer in my book bag and sell them, you know, sell right. them to the, the younger kids. You know, they in the country they have bonfires and you know, you can't, you illegal age, you can't really go buy uh, liquor or drinks like that. So I used to sell it to the upperclassmen, mark up the price, and that's how I used to buy my shoes. <laughs>
2: straight hustler, straight
1: yeah. hustler. <laughs> me, all right. But look, look, me and Ace, yeah. right? Me and Ace was talking about this like one day, right? So like, I graduated to the. I used to work at Foot Locker mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that too, right? And I and I and I'm a big shoe collector. Got heavy Jordans and everything yeah. like that. Do you consider like like nowadays, flash forward to now, like I wear like a mirror I wear, like, you know, Lubitsons. Yeah. I wear, like, different stuff like that. Do you, feel, do you feel like that's a part of sneaker culture, or do you feel like that's just a separate thing? Anybody, a separate thing. thing.
3: Anybody, that's just I a feel whole like, I thing. I feel like sneaker community is way different. Like, people, like, I don't appreciate all that. I don't like all that Louis, Gucci's. I don't really wear that stuff. Right. I'm a real sneaker here, like, not Air Forces, Air Max Ones, and I'm, like, a real sneaker here. Like, that's all I wear. Like, I, you probably would never see me wear any kind of designer on i have right. them like designing, maybe designing clothes, but sneakers is always like Nikes. Nike. So but my right. but like my top five right now gotta be probably like the my Dior one Lowe's, my Travis, my my Travis Scott Lowe's. Um what else? Ah, man. I'm big on the dunks. Uh with my SBs. Uh ah. the what the F dunks probably. I I have yeah. those. Okay. Those. Those are probably my top three. I got those. I got a couple more, but my Travis Scott low. I got. I bought like four pair of lows. I just love the Travis Scott lows. So yeah,
2: them Travis Scott's killing the game
3: right now. And I just got the pair of the, the Dior lows that I really. I, I'm all, I'm in love with like all the lows right now. Like the Jordan lows are my favorite summer so shoe right now.
2: Sam, you on mute?
4: Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I- I don't know. They, everybody kept on saying my voice sound.
2: Yeah, it was like you was screwed up. It's like <laughs> man, I don't know <laughs> what was going <laughs> on.
4: <laughs> but like I, I think this was our opportunity for us to like talk to you like about a little bit like non-football. I think yeah, it's like, just talking about like people would probably be like pissed. Like they're not just talking about football. Right. But I'm gonna ask you this. Walk us through like what is a day like AJ Green? Like just, just walk me through like even today. Yeah, like, okay. Off your day, like what?
3: What do you go through like for for a normal day? Uh so I'm like the like the rundown. So Mondays, we go in, watch the film. You know, I usually could take the boys to school on Mondays on Monday or Tuesdays. So I got two little boys, and then I usually go with my wife. We take the boys to school and then come back, take a little nap, Um and then you know Wednesdays when I I start back to you know practice and we have meetings nonstop. So. um <laughs> That's usually Wednesday's really like the short day um, going for practice meetings, um, get back home, you know, relax, get your body worked on. Then then Thursday's like the heavy day. So we there to about 630. That's the long day. Um, come back home just enough just to see the boys before they go to bed. Um, watch a little basketball, watch TV with my wife. Um, and then Friday, it's like the short day. Um, I usually go pick the, my wife and I, I go pick the boys up. That's Tuesday, Fridays are usually I take the boys on Tuesdays and then on Fridays I get to go pick them up because we were done like 12 and then and seven, I get my body worked on, and then we'll be in the bed by like 9 30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> so
2: So you said that uh you watch a lot of basketball, which I w- am familiar with. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Kobe fan myself and a Lakers yeah. fan. Yeah. You didn't get into sports earlier in your life, but you said that Kobe was your favorite player. Yeah. I still haven't gotten over the loss of Kobe and Gigi and the other victims. What did you enjoy most about Kobe as a fan and how did his impact, like the loss of him impact you?
3: I think I just just watching Kobe from afar because I never met him. I never got to see him play. Um, uh, Just watching him, how he approached the game, you know, his mentality. His grind uh, on and off the court to be great, and he held he held himself accountable, and he held everybody around him accountable. And I, that's think that's the biggest thing that I I took from him is the, the way he worked um, on his craft and got better each year. It don't matter what the adversity was, he's still gonna push through and try to be great. Facts, facts.
4: I, I feel like a lot of moments with Kobe or whatever. Like I, I I I hate the fact that I I didn't take the time to appreciate a lot of those moments, but a lot of right. those moments like. Um, dealt with like you know just the crowd reaction of different moments mm-hmm. and the reason I bring that up is now that we're playing in this in this environment or now that you're playing in this environment, right? do you feel like even even your first game this past Sunday, do you feel like no stand no no crowd uh, noise like real noise or real crowd participation like is that a factor in your game or do you think that like kind of had anything to do with anybody else's game on Sunday?
3: I think I think everyone is different. Um, for me, I'm always self motivated. I'm always self driven. Um, I, I don't. I can be in the gym by myself. I'm still gonna give you the same AJ. And I think I can't say it for everybody else. I'm just speaking for you know my personal experience and how. But were, what I,
4: were, what were guys complaining? Like, did did, did no, anybody no. come to you and be like, man, like man, it don't
3: feel the same? No, no. no I think, I think guys were just happy to be able to play because everything was so uncertain um, coming into 2020. I think. A lot of guys were just happy to get back and happy to have a season going. I think that's the whole mindset. We're just happy to play football. We're just happy to do our job and and be able to go out there and and provide some kind of you know upbringing for we you know what's going on in this world and give somebody you know some people stuff to look at. Um, so a lot of guys we're just happy to be back in between those lines, man. Once you get between them lines, everything else is you
2: know just football. Facts, facts. So you use the hoop and you won a state championship. Yeah. And you said that you were watching the basketball before you went to to bed. Did you enjoy like are you currently enjoying the NBA in the bubble? And who do you have winning the ship this year?
3: Yeah, I'm like big like Kobe, Katie. Katie's like my second biggest. I'm a big fan of Katie. But, you know, you can't you have to love LeBron what he does on and off the court. Um, But I don't know, man. I want the Clippers Clippers to win. Because I love Kawhi and I love Paul George, um, but you know I love like LeBron to win. But I, the Celtics, I'm watching them and they, you know, they special. The what's the score? What's the
4: score in that game right now? Uh, it's ninety
3: four, ninety four, eighty five Celtics.
4: Okay, I'm, I'm a, yeah. I, I I apologize for, <laughs> for doing <laughs> this right in the middle. of it. <laughs> no. And look, before you went on, though, we were no just either. talking about we was just talking about Celtics versus he and who we want to get in the final. And somebody made a comment, and I forget who it was, but somebody said, "Man, he's a lot like Kawhi." And and I was telling yeah. Ace though, but I was like, "It's different though for me because from a, um, I guess from a football standpoint, like me just on the outside looking in, you got a lot more like." a little bit more finesse to you again I feel like when I watch Kawhi it's more like a like I'm watching like some dominant robot like I feel like you still got the wiggle like like the 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 yards at the catch like Kawhi is so systematic with the way that he plays that it just makes me feel like it's not as fun to watch I mean that's the only reason I want LeBron to go to finals
3: I don't don't know yeah But I love Kawhi because is I think Kawhi is a guy that really worked on his game and got better each year. And, like, he really, you know, honed in on his craft. And you can see, like, he might look like a robot, but that guy, he get buckets. Yeah, get he buckets. get buckets <laughs>
2: and he plays on both sides of the right. ball at a high level. So that's right. that's definitely hard. Right. Uh, you said before that Chad was your favorite bingo. He's mm-hmm. definitely me and Zim's favorite bingo. Mm-hmm. But I remember when you were drafted, I told everyone, I was like, you could be – AJ is going to be just as good, possibly even better than Chad. And right yeah. now you're about three touchdowns away from his passing touchdown record and eight away from the club record. What mm-hmm. does that mean to you?
3: Oh, that's big, man. It's just, you know, it's humbling. Um, just coming in, you know, I just, was a guy from South Carolina, went to the University of Georgia, just wanted to play football. And then to put up the numbers I have in these last couple of years is, you know, just humbling. I just, these last year and a half that I, you know, been awful football, man, just been, is this been like, man, this is crazy because it's, everything started so well. Um, right. but you know, there's no, no easy road to greatness. And that's, that's our approach every, you know, every, every, you know, injury I get in, but to have those numbers, even though we're missing like half of the season, the season and a half, right. um, still to be, you know, getting pretty close to those numbers, unbelievable. But You know, Chad, he laid the brick for me to, you know, I'm just trying to carry on that, that, that legacy of a great receivers in, 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 in this organization. So
2: definitely carrying it extremely well.
4: For, <laughs> sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like when you, when this is the one thing that I talked to a lot of people about too, is like being as, as, as successful as you are mm-hmm. in this climate. I can imagine people pulling you in so many different directions, but yet you have these goals that you you're trying to go and get and go, and go take. Do you find yourself in like a hard position trying to be the voice for for black successful uh, men, and, and and balancing it with being a player as well? Especially in the climate that we're at right now. Like, do you find like that's really tough for you right now? Or
3: I think for me, it's you know my foundation, my parents, my mom, my dad, and coming from a good foundation. Um, there's no added pressure on me because this is who I am. So I don't have to be somebody I'm not. Um, so for me, it's pretty simple. You know, a lot of people see me as, you know, AJ Green. Oh God, he lived his lavish life, but I'm the most simple guy ever. Um, you know, my, my wife and I she keep me very humble. So having these two boys, I got my two boys, Gunner and and, 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 easy. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to be the best father and, and husband to them. Um, but I, again, like I said, it comes from my foundation, it come from my, my mom, my dad working 35 plus years, married for. 36 years um so i i was taught that you know a lot of people don't have that um upbring to where they see a man in the house to where they know how to be a father and don't know how to be a husband so i seen that growing up so i knew what i wanted to be in life and that's a great husband and great father and a great man and a great football player so i knew how to be with thing because i seen it growing up um so that's what i'm trying to instill into my boys um as they grow up, because, you know, they're going to have access to pretty much anything, but um, um, teaching them, you know, the value of money, the value of manners, um, being a better man, being a better, you know, person in society, um, just, just little things like that. Um, So um, I I tell a story every time when I remember when I first signed my big deal and I called my, my dad, he was outside cutting grass, mowing the lawn. And I'm like, dad, I just signed a deal. He's like, all right, cool, Um, call your mama and call your mama at work. Like, he didn't really even care about anything. So that, that sums up, you know, who I am as a person, who my parents are. We're just simple, you know, just, just try to be great people. So, Man, um,
4: shout we, out yeah. shout out to the moms and dads out there. <laughs> I, I think my mom and my dad might be in here too, so shout out to them too. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if I'll be AJ Green, but I'm I damn sure trying. You talked about your little boys. Me and Ace got little boys oh, too. Oh, nice. Okay, about okay. the same age and... Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you virtual learning right now is not the way, bro. Like Oh,
3: yeah, it was tough. But <laughs> this is tough. this That's is fun. not fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it's very tough.
2: So, obviously you're a family guy like me and Zoom. as an mm-hmm. NFL star, how do you balance like the demands of being a professional athlete and family obligations?
3: I just try to keep, you know, um you know, my time, you know, I have a a great wife so she handles everything. During the season um she picks the boys up bath them bathe them she does everything and i think you know we have a great communication great relationship but you know any free time you know i have i try to help out you know um, get the boys from school give them a bath uh a little thing like that but in off season it's strictly you know, i'm giving the boys bath you know she get to relax she get to sleep in and just i think it's just we have a great relationship how you know she know during the season that i'm gonna be gone a lot and she understands that but you know whenever, you know, I have free time, I try to do the, the most, try to help her out around the house and little things like that.
2: Team work makes the dream work. Right, sure. right,
3: right, of course.
4: Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you too, like, as it pertains to football, or just, I, I, I really want people to understand, like, who you are, like, outside of just the helmet, right? Yeah. What is the, like, give me something, like, that you do that nobody else would think you do, or maybe it's like a pre-game ritual or something like that. Is there, like, I noticed, like, on Sunday you had an orange cleats is there mm-hmm. like a is there a thing that you have like you got to eat before the game is there anything that we don't know oh
3: uh, not right it's crazy because i'm like the simplest person ever like people don't understand that like i'm the simplest like person i don't ask for nothing i don't all i want to <laughs> do is all i want to do is play ball that's it that's right. all i want to do that's all that really matters me. i don't care but all the other stuff that goes into you know getting hype i'm motivated from day one Cause I want right. to be the best, so I don't need to do all the other stuff. All right, uh, what about
4: the music though? What do you listen to before?
3: You I don't get? even. I don't
4: even listen to.
2: music. I told
3: you he was going to say that. <laughs> I told
2: you he was going to say that. Bro, your music. wife be turned though,
3: AJ. Your bro, wife be turned I, I was just talking to my wife. Like, <laughs> you don't even listen to music. Like, she loves music. Like, she is right. the everything. She knows everything about music, and she's like, right. AJ, you don't even listen to anything. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even yo, listen to music yo,
4: Like nothing comes on and you be like, damn, like it's just oh. all so the So when same. you
2: bump into rappers That's in crazy. Atlanta, is it like awkward? Is it like I haven't really listened to your stuff? Nah, bro? the
3: crazy thing, I do, I listen to music. I do right. listen to music, but uh not before a game, but like I'm a big future Drake fan, fan. you know, being an A, right. like we all, everybody lives in the A. So you see a lot of people, like I went to future concerts and baby concerts and all that stuff like that. But we see all these people, um but it's my wife's She Any right. new music that comes out, she on it, and I'm worth I t- <laughs> Hey, bro, I said,
4: I said, I said, Ace, I bet you his wife give me this playlist. He probably, like, oh, played Pandora yeah, or something like that. Oh, like, God. he don't even, bro, man, he, that's crazy. Smart
2: man. The women be know. My wife right. no nah, nah, no Nah, 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 nah. Hold on, hold
4: I, I got to give you a playlist or something. Like, I think I think I could give you, like, something that's just going to be like, God damn, I didn't know that this existed, <laughs> and I'm about to go for another 100 yards this week. Like, let me like just try one playlist.
3: That's, it's, one. it's crazy because my my trainer in Atlanta, his name is Reza, and he got the most like stupidest playlists playlist ever. Like he got the best playlist I, I I heard in a while, bro. Like working out with him, he he always got the best playlist. So shout out to Rez. All
2: right, yeah, we got to get that Rez playlist. One last one before we before you get out, because I know we want to be respectful of your time. I need your top five receivers of all time, bro. It doesn't matter the order, but I need those.
3: Ooh, wee. that's gonna be hard. Okay. <laughs> I gonna put, I'm a Randy Moss fan, so Randy one.
2: Moss, yeah, okay.
3: Uh Jerry 2 Mm-hmm. Oh man, three. Oh man, it's gonna be tough. Ah, T O. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh
3: four. Oh man. Lee boy, it's tough. Ooh, I don't. <laughs>
4: Calvin Johnson Megatron Chad, Johnson,
3: Megatron Johnson. or Larry he I don't Larry, know I got to put I got to put Calvin in and then I go Oh man I Calvin I put Calvin at 4 mm. and then I got to put Larry at 5 Yeah that's a that's a good 5 that's a it's good t- 5 tough that's a tough <laughs> 5 man Chad I Chad's in there bro Chad I love Chad sports. is in the, yeah Chad Chad is, is definitely That footwork supposed to, be, supposed to be a Hall of Famer Yeah for sure Definitely for sure
4: well, like like A said, we we're trying to respect your time as much as possible. I do want to say this. I think we should do this more than once. I think we yeah, should do like yeah, we, we gotta check, we gotta do like some like we gotta work towards something like on a weekly basis or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I think we need to work on playlists. We got some we got some, yeah. some points. But this, one this thing
2: dope. listen, appreciate one you.
4: thing I wanna say though is this from the fan base, we really, really appreciate you. And I think one of the things that I do on my end is I'm always trying to tell people to be way more optimistic than what they currently are. And I feel like the energy that they send out, like sometimes might hit the locker room or whatever, like whether Mm -hmm. it's a game winning drive or something like that. And, and I'm not saying that uh, Zach Taylor was wrong for this or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not second guessing them or anything, but at the end of that game, I just want to see situations where we're like doing stuff that maybe aren't as normal (laughs) as with like seven seconds left. I honestly feel in my heart of hearts, like I normally wouldn't say that any other time. I really felt like y'all could go win that game right there at that point. Yeah. And I and I'm not trying to second guess them, and I don't want you to, but I just want I want that energy, like
3: yeah, like to go
4: go take some wins, like because y'all got it. it. Y'all got it.
3: It was tough, it was tough. And it was a chip shot, so it was it was tough for us. But I feel like you know we gonna learn. That game shouldn't learn. have been close for one. We should have been at all ram. So we clean some stuff up. We will be ready on Thursday.
4: I was say we on to the next one. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we on Thursday. Hey, yeah. hey, is this weird? I see it. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I saw that hitting the light. I'm like, man, what's that? that yeah. That he, yeah. What's that? Do you see what, you know what number saying? it is,
4: though? Yeah, I seen it. I seen it. For, I saw it like a while ago. I oh, okay, it. okay. <laughs>
3: right. See, he lurking. He
2: lurking, Yeah, see, I'm always lurking. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> I
4: just always, like, my wife was like, yeah, I don't think you should ever wear that around. I was like, I don't <laughs> no.
2: think
3: he's going to be tripping like that, but, like. No, no, no. you're cool. That's dope. But,
4: man, thank you very much for every uh, for for every second that you just gave us. We appreciate you the most. Everybody yeah. that was in the comments, I'm so sorry I didn't get enough chance, I mean, enough time to get to all of your questions. But AJ just said that we might be able to do this again. Yeah, for so sure. hopefully we can get to some of those <laughs> other questions. Because my dude, we just ran through like 100 DMs of people like saying, ask him this, <laughs> ask him that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dope. now they're going to be pissed at me. So. Right, right. We definitely can do this again. Man. That's dope. It was dope. Right, yeah, right. We're going to get it to all of that. Appreciate
2: okay. everything you do for the community, man. Just like as a role model and just being as humble as you are and as great as you are, man. Appreciate yeah. you for coming on for sure, yeah. bro.
3: Anytime, man. Y'all just let me know next time we can get this thing going again. All right, that? I, I appreciate
2: it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sir.
3: Right.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, that was the legend. Adriel Jeremiah Green, one of the most humblest, amazing dudes ever. Zim, how are you feeling, bro? We gotta we gotta recap that, bro.
4: Man, you know, like some of the things that I thought in my head that I could say, you know, like maybe I was just like cocky or something, like beforehand. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was like, Ace, hey, don't be nervous. And then, I, and then he popped up on the screen. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I was like oh shit then i'm reading the comments
2: they're like man your mic's messing i'm like oh yeah so so before before we started for everybody that's still tuning in before we started i had heard it and i'm like Zim sounds like <laughs> 30 years older i'm like I've heard it. we've been doing this show for so long and i was like that's not zem's voice bro and i'm like that's when i asked you remember i was like Is something is something up with your mic or something because it sounded like nah, straight nah. up like somebody gave
4: me some bootleg mic uh headset and they fell earlier or something. And I saw her put the uh, little piece back on, but I think that I think it messed up the damn it headset. probably
2: activated some kind of like setting or something because it was like it was like it was like almost chopped the screw. It wasn't too bad, but it was noticeable.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, I apologize for that, everybody. But you know, I don't know, I, I just was working on my Barry White, I guess. But I think I think like the crazy thing about it is like if you guys were just paying attention, we just had AJ Green on here, and there's and so the there, there's so many things that I literally want to say. But we, you know, like him being later in the day and everything like that, we're trying to be is as, as respectful as possible, like of his time. I didn't want to hold him in here for like a whole hour because right. we want to we want to make sure that we're bringing you this type of stuff all the time. So. You know, it's just so many things. So I apologize, like, once again for not being able to get to a lot of those questions and stuff. But I I have a lot of different things that I've been wanting to say. And even the point that I was saying, like, towards the end, I was trying to articulate to him that there's going to be a time and place that Bengals are going to have to go take their wins. And I think, and I want the players to feel that. And at the end of the game this past Sunday, it's no knock on the coach or anything like that. But it's a little unorthodox, but I really, really, really think that they should have went to go try to win the game after they get, he got called for that BS call. Right. And instead of sending the kicker out there, we're not even talking about the kicker. Like anybody involved with sports, even on the team, or whatever, like he could miss the kick. Randy made a 43 and a 50 earlier in the game. So for me to blame the whole game on him missing a 30 yard kick that he should hit. Yeah, he should hit it. I just feel like that's a situation where we got to go take it, and I think we said that on the last show, or at least I said on the last show, that I just want to see them be more aggressive. That's the only way that anybody's going to take us like, any more serious, and I, I'm trying to figure out a way to funnel that energy through AJ Green to send that through like the locker room or whatever, and I don't know if I was able to hit on that like I wanted to, but I think he understood what I've said, and behind the scenes, I've, I've talked the AJ before we did this show, so he kind of knows like what I what I'm doing or whatever. I, I don't yeah. think he. I didn't know he ever saw the chain. Back,
2: back. Oh, when he said he was lurking, I was like, yeah, he probably seen the chain before because that's a fire chain, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, that's a <laughs> super fire chain. Yeah, um, no. but it was it was really dope to have him on. the The good thing is, um, I did a I did a show earlier with my man Quincy. That's a super Browns fan, and he said that their secondary struggled to like do anything. So this might be a game where our receivers and stuff this this may be the game to unleash them
4: they don't have a slot corner uh i forgot the guy that got hurt but the guy is
2: hurt they got injuries all over the place
4: but but let's check this out their slot corner for the browns is a guy um that plays he's a special teamer he played a combined three snaps of defense all of last year mm-hmm. and um they didn't even have to go and exploit him with the ravens or whatever but if the bengal's want to attack anybody or you got Tyler Boyd on your fantasy team or something stardom like don't hesitate to start them like they don't have a slot corner at all like that that would be my main point of attack i think us having this show and us having this platform we wanted to be able to talk to aj about like life and not just be so stuck on football because what the hell could i tell aj green about x's and o's so you know i mean like yeah i think we should attack like and this dude been a goddamn Hall of Famer.
2: Like, I and he trying. gets that all the time. Like, you got to right. think about it. It's A.J. Green. Any show that he's going on, they're going to ask him every single football question imaginable. And when me and Zim do these interviews, we do our research. We go out and make sure, like, we're not trying to ask him the same question because, you know, I'm not going to ask him, do you enjoy juggling? Everybody knows that by now. Like, we can't ask him the same question. So I think, like Zim said, we're just trying to build something that gives you the perspective of who these players are as people and then, you know, just a little tidbits like everybody wants to know what AJ's top five is. We got to know that. It's similar right. to my top five, like to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, that's why we do this. And we hope that you guys enjoyed this. Please be sure to to follow my man Zim Houday. at Zim underscore day on Instagram. Um, if you're not following him, you need to get your life, because if you're missing out on those lives that he does on Sunday and will probably be doing Thursday, you're right. missing out on a good time. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter at Zim Hude. You can follow me at New Stripe City on Twitter. I can't believe it. We just really interviewed AJ Green. <laughs> but this has been the Orange is a New Black Podcast. I'm glad that we got 250 people live in here. Be sure to come back, subscribe, and just look forward to more greatness from this channel. Who Keep on. Who
4: subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. This ain't gonna be the last interview we have with anybody on the Bengals Like. Trust me, man. we got some we got some stuff in the pipeline. We got man. some stuff ready for them. So they ain't gonna like what we got in store for them next. <laughs> hey man, we got AJ Green tonight. We got some we got heat.
2: We got some more coming.
4: We got some heat. Y'all have a great night. Be blessed. Stay safe. Love y'all. Who
2: Hoodé.